Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. It's currently 444 when I'm recording this, which is a really good angel number. To be honest, I'm not really familiar with all of them. And I definitely love to learn more because I feel like I see them so often. And I don't know, it kind of just makes me good when I see like angel numbers around. I feel like my most special ones are 1111111, not only because of the whole like make a wish thing, but because that's when I'm born. And so I've always seen that time, whether it's 1111 in the morning or sometimes if I stay up late enough, I will always see 1111 at night. And the thing is, I'm not actively looking at clocks. It's just crazy how when I randomly look at a clock, there it is. I feel like everyone has their own numbers that they see a lot. So anyway, I feel like this is going to be a good episode. We're off to a good start. We're actually almost 10 episodes in, which is so crazy. We've been together for a little over two months now. So thanks for being here. I love our little community. Today's a Sunday and it's so funny because I absolutely love Sundays these days. And back when I was in high school, obviously Sundays are kind of like the most dreaded days for school students because that means the next day you have to go back to school. But I feel like we're kind of in the midst of graduation season. So anyone listening to this, if you've graduated recently, congratulations, you did it. I'm so proud of you. Now that I'm thinking about it, it is insane because I graduated on May 19th, 2019, and that is almost three years ago. I have been out of high school for three years. Wait, is that three? I'm like, is my math correct? Maybe I need to go back. Um, Wait, it's 2022. Graduated in 2019. Yeah, it is three years. Okay, that is insane. It does not feel like that, but it also feels like that. I also just like, I I remember my high school experience pretty well, but I don't feel like that was even me who lived it. I feel like I have these memories, but like I cannot imagine me actually, whatever. Anyway, I love the month of May. I feel like it just means summer is getting closer and I'm so excited about that. This summer for me is going to be quite a busy one. It's not going to be a traveling queen going to Europe type of summer. I have a lot of things that I'm going to need to do. It's kind of going to be like a working girl summer, which I'm really excited about. I'll explain more soon. It's so funny because every TikTok I see these days is I'm spending two months in Europe with my best friend or I'm moving to Europe for the summer, which is amazing. If you are, go you. That sounds so fun. And I'm always just like, wow, I feel like every single person in this world, minus me, is like going to Europe, which I know isn't true. There's obviously so many people who aren't. It's just so funny because all I see on social media is people going to Europe, which is amazing, but it's just funny because I'm like, that will not be me this year. I don't think it will, unless an opportunity comes up. If anyone, I'm like, if anyone wants to invite me, I will, I will not say no. <laughs> Before we get into the good stuff of this episode, I have to tell you what happened today because I'm quite traumatized. Long story short, I have had a massive fear of bees for as long as I can remember. I feel like I exited the womb and came into this world fearing one thing the most, and that is bees. And I know they're good. I obviously think that bees are very important, but I'm terrified of them for what? They're literally so small. They're not that harmful unless you're allergic to them. I've actually been stung once. Oof, we're not going to talk about that. That was really traumatic. 
I cannot. But anyway, it's always like this big show and it's really embarrassing. It's not me trying to be like annoying when a bee comes around and me like dramatically screaming, ah, like there's a bee and then me aggressively running away because I don't want to be like that. It just always becomes this huge scene and I hate it, but I am who I am anyway. Now that I've set the scene for you, let me tell you what happened today. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about this, this is going to sound kind of funny, but I was basically playing hide and seek with Connor in the apartment. I don't know how, I don't know why, but we did. It was actually his idea, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Whatever, we're on the third round of hide and seek and I was kind of running out of places to hide. So I was like, ooh, let me kind of wedge myself in this corner. If you know what my apartment looks like, then let me try to paint this picture for you. I was basically hiding in between the TV console and the wall that's nearest to the windows. It's a pretty tight space. So I squeeze myself inside of there and I'm waiting for him to come out and look for me. And what do I see? Fly through my sliding door window, a lovely little buzzing bee. Mm -mm. I saw that and I was like, you know what? As much as I am competitive, I was like, you know what? I cannot. I saw it fly in. I saw it swoop down. It came onto the couch, like on the leg of the couch. And I go, Connor, there's a bee in the house. There's a bee. And I start freaking out. I like aggressively get up out of my tight little crawl space. I'm freaking out. I grab a Swiffer. I don't know what I think that's going to do. And obviously at this point, he, he, he's not freaking out, but he like goes and grabs a cup. I don't know what he thinks he was going to do with it. Like trap it. I don't know. I feel like bees are not easy to catch. And the thing is, I didn't want to kill it. That wasn't the goal. I just needed it to exit because you're you're not allowed in here, okay? So anyway, at this point, I'm freaking out. I have a Swiffer in my hands. I'm not doing anything. I uh, let Connor kind of take the reins on it. And what happens? In a moment of mm, distraction, I would say, he loses sight of the bee and the bee is no longer where we thought it was because I wasn't having my eyes on it. I was kind of just like, scurrying around freaking out so i didn't have my eyes on it i was counting on him and my man fumbled the bag he fumbled and we lost the bee so then it turned into a wild goose chase looking everywhere seeing if it could have gone anywhere else in the apartment to this moment right now i still don't know where it's lurking i don't know if it went back outside that might be probable but i don't know i'm putting it into god's hands because i will pull my hair out trying to find this bee but I don't want it to be for nothing if it literally flew back out. But now I have a fear of opening my sliding glass window. <laughs> Super fun. To be fair, I don't know if this is, you know what, now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably gonna sound stupid, but I literally, for the longest time, thought that I lived on a high enough floor where like bugs and birds and shit could not fly through. <laughs> Apparently I was wrong. Things could definitely be worse. If a bird swooped in, I'm moving out. You know what, I will give them the lease. If a bird swoops in, I'm leaving that I wouldn't know how to handle. This was just like, a, I know it's a harmless little bee, whatever. I was freaking out. So we're going to hope it doesn't join the podcast today. And I hope, I hope he exited the scene. And now I have every window closed and it's hot as hell in here. Other than that, the only real exciting thing that has happened recently is that I went to the bakery that I like to get bread from. It's literally called the bread shop. I always say, oh, I went to the bread shop and everyone's like, oh, what is the bread shop called? And I'm I tell him it's literally called a bread shop here. And I got myself a lovely sourdough, kind of like a dark crust kind of loaf of bread. And I've had four slices today. And I don't think I'm done. I'm probably gonna have one with dinner too. There's just nothing that hits more than some freshly toasted, fresh sourdough with butter. Say less. I am, oof, kind of want another one right now. That could be fun. Some crunchy bread ASMR. Not today. I already ate enough. And other than that, the only other update I have 
is that I finally have blinds in my apartment. I've been living here for four and a half months. No blinds, no privacy, living in a fishbowl, maybe being the naked neighbor. I don't know, but now I have blinds, which is great. So that's me. I hope you're doing well. I wish you could like talk back to me right now because I would love to listen and tell me how your life is going. But we'll hop into the episode. I'm actually so excited about this episode because I'm very passionate about this subject and that is routines. I'm a very, very big fan of habits and routines. I'm by no means a professional at it or super good at it. I just like them and I've probably made over 20 morning routines on my channel over the last seven and a half years on YouTube. If you literally search up Ava Jewel's morning routine on YouTube, you know what? I'm actually going to do that right now. Let's see how many I've done. Hmm. Okay, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh my freaking gosh. 10, 11, 12, 15. Oh my God. <laughs> there's probably more. I just cannot keep scrolling. I've been scrolling and there's so many morning routines. So clearly I'm a big morning bitch, but I'm not a morning person. Kind of. I don't know. I, I don't know if I am. I feel like you either are or you aren't and you can't really really change how your body naturally like goes through its energy state and how your energy fluctuates because some people wake up with energy and then some people have a lot of energy at night i don't know i do think you can become more of a morning person with practice but i feel like some people just naturally have it and for me it's definitely something that i've had to work on and so yeah i've made lots of morning routines in my day it's kind of funny though because if i think about it and if i were to watch one of the old ones i feel like they're all kind of similar in a way. I've always kind of followed a bit of a structure with it. So we're going to talk about that today because I am such a believer in a good morning routine and I honestly think it can change your life. And I feel like with mine, it has changed my life a little bit, maybe a lot of it. I don't know. I just really, really like them. And I'm going to talk about routines. I'm going to talk about my routine with you. I also asked on the podcast Instagram what some of your guys' favorite morning routine rituals are. So that'll be really fun to get into. Let's start off by identifying why routines are good. Because obviously you're not going to want to do something unless you understand why you're really doing it. I feel like there has to be a good why. Because otherwise you're not going to have a reason to not sleep in and like not have a morning routine. So this is why I personally think routine is good. I feel like the most change comes from your routines and your day-to-day -day life. People always talk about wanting to change their life and become, you know, the best person that they can be. And I feel like that all stems from your daily routines. I also think it's scientifically proven. Do not quote me. I am not an educational podcast. Okay, I'm literally spitting off shit from my brain. And I don't know if that's a reliable source, but I'm pretty sure it's scientifically proven that having a good routine is good for your brain because it kind of knows what to expect and what to do. And apparently humans naturally function really well with structure in their lives and routines. Obviously, that's not true for everyone because I feel like some people are a little more go with the flow and a little more free spirited. But I think at the core of it, in some way or another, every single person everywhere has some type of routine in their life. I personally think routines really ground you and I think it's really important to have one because if you're not having stability in other places in life, at least you know you can come back to your routine. And that's how I kind of feel because especially with what I do, I don't really have like a set thing that I know I'm gonna be doing every day because every day is kind of different with this job. And so it's nice to know every morning kind of what I'm gonna do and have that structure. I think we as humans really do great with structure in our lives to a certain degree, some people more than others. But I think even people with more traditional jobs, more of a nine to five job, I know it's hard to have a morning routine because I feel like your morning is dedicated to, you know, obviously like getting ready to go to work. 
but I've seen a lot of people talk about how they really prioritize a morning routine before heading to their nine to five because it really grounds them and it's something that is kind of a form of self-care that's just for themselves. They're doing what makes them feel good. I personally feel like I focus more on morning routines than night routines and I don't know why. I honestly think they're probably equally as important because how you end your day kind of sets you up for the next day in a way. But I feel like when it comes to like nighttime stuff, there's always question marks like, oh, am I getting dinner with friends? Am I sleeping over somewhere? Is someone sleeping over here? Like there's a lot of variables, but usually with your morning routine you can kind of have full reign over it and take control you kind of know what to expect a little bit more versus your nights I feel like it's just crazy obviously your morning starts your day and I've seen such a direct correlation to my mood throughout the day how my day goes if my morning is good at first I kind of thought maybe it's just like a coincidence but the more I like actually looked at how my days were going the more I realized that Pretty much 99% of the time, if I have a good morning, the rest of my day feels really good. And when I would have like weird mornings, which is obviously really normal and you can't always control that, I feel like my mood throughout the day was not as uplifted. It wasn't as calm because I didn't have a morning that really like grounded me and made me feel good. And sometimes I just feel more frantic throughout the day if I don't have like my morning shit done. So that's why I really prioritize it and I value it and... I'm such a strong believer in morning routines because I just think there is such a correlation between your morning and the rest of your day. That being said, some mornings do need to be restful. Some mornings are going to be more productive. It's all about curating one that works for you. And obviously your morning routine is not going to be like a carbon copy every single day. I don't think that's realistic. When it comes to morning routines, I feel like especially on social media, people sell you this idea that you have to do this every single day or else. (laughs) That's kind of like the vibe I get sometimes. I don't know, maybe I've given off that vibe, but I'm going to tell you right here, right now, you have to do what works for you. And if I'm going to be completely honest, the last two days I've had this shit, I haven't even had a morning routine. Yesterday, I woke up at 12.30 p.m. I'd like to believe it's because it's the first morning I've had blinds in my room and I have east side facing windows. So I always wake up a little bit earlier because the sun is blaring in my face the last four months and last yesterday was the first morning that my blinds were down and I just like slept, which was really nice. And that was definitely needed. I'm not going to shit on myself for that. And then today it was a Sunday. I didn't really do any of my morning routine stuff. So you have to give yourself grace with that. For me, I try to keep a set routine for the week. And on the weekends, I give myself like a little bit more lenience. But again, that's just me personally. And so I think it's all about curating one that serves you. Your routines should serve And so that's why you can't always listen to what other people tell you you need to have in your morning routine. And that's even though that's kind of what I'm doing with this episode, it's more to give you inspiration and ideas on how to curate your morning routine. But realistically, if you don't have the same productive and healthy morning routine as your favorite YouTuber or TikTok person, that's okay. You're not a failure for that. Everyone's routine is going to look different and it should because we all live very different lives. I like to look at routines, not like a strict thing, I feel like when you look at it as a strict, rigid schedule, you must do, otherwise like you fail. I feel like when you look at it like that, you'll probably build resistance to it. And my biggest tip when it comes to building a routine that works for you is starting small, honestly, because it's not realistic 
say you don't really have too much of a morning routine right now and then after you listen to this podcast you're like okay i'm going to curate the perfect one i don't think it's super realistic for you to maybe put down 20 things you want to add to your morning routine because that's a lot and if you don't complete those 20 things you're going to be like oh that was such a fail but it you know it isn't and i think it's really nice to slowly incorporate things that's kind of how i approach building routines i wouldn't add all these crazy new things at once and i try to keep it pretty minimal obviously it really comes down to schedule like i said i know some people don't have time for a super extensive morning routine and i feel really blessed that i kind of have mornings to take it a little bit slower so if you don't have a 20 30 step morning routine that is okay you can have like a three to five step one if that serves you better the last thing i'm going to say about mornings before i freaking finally hop into what my mornings look like. I just want to say you don't have to be a morning person to have a morning routine. You're not a failure if you don't wake up at 5 a.m. every day and go smash a workout, then eat a super, super healthy breakfast, super productive, you know, all these things. You're not a failure if you don't do that. Again, with the whole social media illusion, typically when, you know, someone films their morning routine, it's on a really good morning. Like when I would film morning routines, I would make sure that it was like the most ideal version of my morning routine. But all of that doesn't happen every single day. And if you're not a really big morning person, that's okay if your morning routine doesn't start until 9 a.m., 10 a.m. The morning begins when you wake up. So even if you're waking up at 12, hey, you can still do your morning routine in the afternoon. You know what I mean? Just because you're not an early 5 a.m. riser, which if you are, shout out to you because that shit is hard. If you're not like that, though, you're not lazy or unproductive for not waking up that early. Everyone's different. Your routine should reflect that. I'm kind of popping off on this whole routine topic here. I'm clearly very passionate. I have never had so many thoughts just in my head waiting to like spew out. Okay, let's get into my routine. You can take inspiration from it. You don't have to follow it exactly. I don't think you should because like I said, we all have different schedules. We all have different ways that our body works. And I do want to preface it by saying this doesn't all always happen. And I'm not going to tell you that you need to have all these things in your routine because not realistic. This is just what works for me and my schedule. What I'm about to run you through is like my ideal morning routine. Maybe this happens maybe three times a week if I'm super lucky. This is just like the full ideal version. And, you know, it's got to adapt sometimes because we go through different things, things pop up. So in an ideal world, this is what my morning routine looks like. First, I'll get up from any time in between 7.15 and 7.45, if I get a really good night's sleep, sometimes I'll wake up before my alarm. And then if, you know, I have a stressful day, there's a lot on my mind, or I'm just feeling like I need extra rest, sometimes I'll sleep in till 8, 8.30. It really depends. Ideally, I feel like 7.15, 7.30 is a good time. I would love to wake up even earlier just because with my work, Everyone that I work with is based in California and they're on PST time, which is three hours ahead. So the only thing about living in Hawaii is that it's really stressful dealing with people on the mainland because I'll wake up to all these texts, all these emails that were sent like two hours ago when their workday started. And, you know, I'm literally just opening my eyes and I see all these things that I need to get done kind of ASAP. And so that's why I want to start working on actually getting up at 7 or 7.15, maybe even earlier, just because with work stuff, Stuff. If I wake up late, then, you know, it's really late for the people that I work with who live in California and that's even later for them since they're three hours ahead. So I'm really trying to work on that. Before, it was pretty easy to get out of bed because the sun was blaring in my face and it was kind of annoying, but now I have blinds. So I'll get up and open the blinds. I feel like if you have sunlight in your room or whatever, wherever you sleep, it's really important to let the light in. Even if, 
you know, you have to use some lamps or something if it's super dark when you wake up or you don't have super good lighting in your home. Just get some light going, whether it's from the sun outside or it's from lamps. I will literally scurry to the bathroom because I don't know if this is TMI. It probably is, but all of my retainer people out there, if you wear like one of those plastic retainers, there is nothing worse than morning retainer mouth. And I will leave it at that. So I'll pee, take out my retainers, splash cold water on my face, which oof, is so nice. I have to do this every single morning just because I feel like it gets the sleep out of my eyes and it feels really good every single morning. Under no circumstance will I not tongue scrape. I love the stainless steel tongue scraper that I have. I got it on Amazon and it is so good. Fun fact, the majority of bad breath comes from the stuff that's sitting on your tongue. And so I scrape it's it's pretty nasty i scrape that shit off i will brush my teeth and then i will go into the kitchen go into my living room open up the windows and stuff there and drink water immediately that's something that definitely makes me feel woken up and i'll put some lemon in it it tastes really good it kind of refreshes me it hydrates me up until this point i try not to go on my phone first thing in the morning sometimes i do not gonna lie it happens sometimes it's just it's just what you got to do but most of the time i try to get like the first five or six steps of my morning routine done and keep that moment to myself before I open the phone and see all the text, all the emails, all the things I need to do. It's really nice to kind of let that sit there while I relax, have a good morning first. But then there's days that things are urgent. I need to like hop on a call at 8 a.m. or earlier or later sometimes. And so yeah, that all kind of like shifts. Like I said, you have to shift your morning routine sometimes. But while I'm drinking water, I will kind of go through my notifications. I'll sit down. I will look at my planner. I love my planner. Usually I plan out my day the night before just because sometimes I will forget in the morning. So I like to write it the night before. And if I have anything to add, I'll add it. I will look it over. I just like to see what I need to do in a day. I honestly don't know what I would do without a planner. I feel like I wouldn't be able to function as well and as efficiently. It is so nice. I'm definitely a big planner girl. I honestly really like the classic physical ones. I use Google Calendar, but also there's nothing like a planner that you write in. It's very therapeutic. While I'm doing that, I'll reach into my freezer. I'll grab my ice roller. Woo! That is probably my favorite part of my morning routine. I literally wake up looking forward to that moment because there's nothing that zaps me into awakenness other than an ice roller because it's freezing cold. You basically roll it on your face. It's very icy, very cold. Roll it on my eyes. It's supposed to depuff your face. Look, I don't even look to see if it does that because I do not care. I just like how it feels. It makes me feel woken up. It makes me feel refreshed. I also feel like a quote unquote that girl, like a Pinterest TikTok aesthetic girly when I do that. And so, you know what? It romanticizes my morning routine a little bit and I love that. This is a new habit I'm trying to incorporate, but I recently got the five minute journal again. I've had it a long time ago, but I just never really got into it and I really want to do it again. So I got a new one and I've been trying to do that, but it's not really a super like habitual thing for me yet. And so sometimes I'll forget, but other times when I don't forget, you basically just write three things that you're grateful for, some affirmations, how you want your day to go. And it is really nice when I do it. I do feel really good. It's very quick. Depending on my schedule for the rest of the day, sometimes I will speed through this whole process that I've taken you through so far. And other times it's a little bit slower. I will drink coffee if I have enough water in me first. I will not drink coffee until I at least have two full glasses of water inside of my body. Other times I'll wait till after my workout to drink coffee kind of depends. Again, this is all depending. I'll go through my coffee shit before I move on. 
I am obsessed with coffee. I have an espresso machine. That was the most excited I've ever been about a home purchase. And that's why I was looking forward to moving so much because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be like one of those girls who have their own espresso machine. Like this is revolutionary. I never had that at home. And now, oh my gosh, it is just... It's, I feel so fancy. I am a big mug girl. I love collecting mugs from small businesses. And so I'll grab a cute little mug, make my latte, sometimes hot, sometimes cold. It kind of depends. Put my creamer, put my milk. I put way more creamer than I should because I have a sweet tooth, sweet teeth. All my teeth like sweet things. And I really enjoy doing that. Sipping on it when I'm sipping on it. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't even remember. Sometimes, honestly, like I will fully put on Vampire Diaries while I'm doing my morning routine because I don't really have to pay attention to it. It's just kind of nice background noise. Other times I'm playing music in my headphones or on the speaker. I just really like to have noise sometimes. Other times the city noises are kind of enough. I don't have crazy city noise here, but just like that white ambient noise is kind of nice. So then I will put on a matching workout set. Whether I'm working out that day or not, there's something about a matching workout set that literally makes me feel so good. I I can't explain it. I just feel so superior. I feel like I have my life together, even if I don't. I also feel like I just feel myself so much when I have on a cute matching set that I like, and it really boosts my confidence. I feel like it helps me get more done, and it does motivate me to work out once I have the workout clothes on. I'm like, well, I'm already dressed for it, so I might as well. That will really help motivate me. I have been obsessed with Set Active lately, and I've been wearing their sets all of the time. Let's address the whole making the bed situation because unpopular opinion, I don't know if I notice a direct correlation between making my bed and productivity, which is funny because I used to say that I was like, if you don't make your bed, like, and eh, you're not going to be productive, it like makes you feel like you have your shit together. And I do like to have my bed made. I'm not one of those people who wakes up in the morning and immediately makes their bed. I wish, I don't really know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because nowadays my work is very separated because I have a separate room for like my office and stuff, which is so nice. When I lived at home, maybe I valued making my bed first thing in the morning because I was always in my room. That's where I did work. That's where I did school. That's where I did literally everything. But I honestly don't really go in my bedroom during the day. It's more like a morning and night thing. So I feel like it's kind of out of sight, out of mind, but sometimes I will make the bed, maybe most times. But there's some days where I don't make it till 5 p.m. and that's okay. I will be honest though, the bed does get made. Even if it this is so weird, but even if I'm about to crawl into bed and I'm an hour away from undoing the bed, I will make the bed, <laughs> which I don't know if that even makes sense, but I cannot remember within the last like five years, a day that at some point in the day, I didn't make my bed. I do make my bed. It just, it doesn't really have to happen at a certain time for me, but I do know for some people that they need to make it first thing in the morning so they don't crawl back in. And I totally get that. It definitely does make your space look a lot cleaner, which I like. I don't know right now. I just haven't been doing that super early in the morning. Sometimes it doesn't happen till midday, like I said, and sometimes it doesn't happen till night, but it does get made. Again, if you correlate making your bed to feeling productive and having a good day, then do it first thing in the morning. That's great. But for me right now, that's not how I feel. So I'll go back into the kitchen with my cute little workout set. I will sometimes eat something very small, like a little bit, like a handful of fruit, or I really like peach cups. They're my favorite. I love peach cups. My mom gets them in bulk from Costco and shares them with me, which is very nice. Personally, I'm not a big morning eater. 
I don't really get an appetite until maybe like early afternoon-ish, but right when I wake up, I'm usually not super hungry, but I just like to have something small. At this point, sometimes I work out, other times I'll get stuff done, like I said, with the time difference. Sometimes I need to get stuff done super early because it is later in California, but if I don't have anything to do, I try to work out. With working out, you just need to do it when it's best for you. Again, some people don't have time to work out in the morning and some people aren't going to wake up two hours ahead of time to work out and I get that and I don't think you have to do that. If you are more of an afternoon worker outer, great. If that's what works better for you, do that. There's no shame in not working out in the morning even though that's kind of like what everyone seems to do especially like online. And when you hear about productive people, they always like have their morning workout. But if you don't, that's okay. If you're a night worker outer, that's okay. I literally just worked out at like 3.30 in the afternoon today. I was going to this morning, that was the plan, but my day didn't go to plan today. So it got pushed to the afternoon. But ideally, I do like to work out in the morning. It just depends on my energy because sometimes I just don't feel like I have the energy to put in what I want to put in for a workout, but then I'll get that energy a little bit later. So I think it's really important to listen to your body with that kind of stuff. Don't let anyone make you feel bad if you don't have like a 6 a.m. workout class booked every day. That is okay. I do really like to get some form of movement in during the day, whether it's a walk, whether it's weightlifting, whether it's, you know, doing something active. I find that it really improves my mood. It makes me feel good. It boosts confidence. I feel strong. I feel empowered. There's just so many pros, even if I'm not feeling motivated. I just have made this promise to myself that I'm going to stay disciplined with this because I will not regret it and I'm doing it for my future self. And in the moment, even if it sucks to like get your ass up and go work out, go get some movement in, there's never been a time when I've regretted it after. I always leave it feeling so good. I'm gonna give a little life hack here because I've been there where I just have no motivation. I feel like I just have no gas in the tank and If that's the case, if you genuinely need to rest, then you need to honor that and listen to your body. I do think rest is good. Rest is productive, but sometimes I feel like I just make excuses for myself. And so if I'm feeling like that, if I feel like I know I'm just making excuses, I will literally tell myself, okay, we're just going to go for five minutes. That's all you have to do. You can commit to that. You have five minutes to give and then you always just keep going. So when I get there and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do this for five minutes, I end up going longer because it feels good. And once you're there, it's a lot easier to get it going when you're not in the moment of like working out and you're kind of procrastinating doing it there's just it's just really hard to get out of that state of mind so just telling yourself that you're going to give yourself five to ten minutes you'll usually continue to do it because it feels good and you're already there and if you don't and all you can give a certain day is five to ten minutes that's more than zero and i think that's really good and i think what's also really important with movement and working out is doing something that you like If you love to run, great. If you hate the idea of yoga, but you see everyone online do it and you're like, oh, should I be doing that? No, you don't. You can be someone who likes to go on walks. Maybe you dance, maybe you swim. Every single person has different things that work for them. Some people love Pilates, some people don't. Some people like yoga and some people like to weightlift. So you have to really find what works for you and what gets you excited about doing it. Don't force yourself into this like idea that you have to be someone who does yoga because everyone around you is doing it. No, I think you should do whatever makes you feel best and whatever gets you excited to work out. If you don't know what that is yet, then try different things. Try different 
workout classes, different workouts. Maybe try going for long walks. If you like walks, maybe try running. I think it's good to switch it up, but I also think it's really important to find something that you really like so that you can look forward to it. I feel like right now for me, I have a lot of things that I enjoy. Lately, I've just been doing incline walks on like maybe level 3.1 to 3.5. I'll switch in between that speed and I'll be on an incline from anywhere from 5.5 to 7.5 of an incline. And that gets such a good workout. I will pop on a YouTube video and the time freaking flies. It is so nice. I always feel so good after like a really good walk. I try to do a mile and then sometimes I do more than that. And on top of that, I really have been getting back into weightlifting. Nothing crazy. I'm not like a power lifter by any means, but I do like lifting weights. It makes me feel very strong and empowered, which I really like. And I definitely went through a phase where I was so sick of it. And so that's why you have to listen to yourself and find things that you like because otherwise you're not going to want to do it. That's honestly why I stopped working out. There was like a month where I really didn't. And that's because I was like, well, I don't like lifting, so I'm not going to work out. But you know, there's something out there that you will like. You just kind of have to find it. I don't work out every single day. Only recently I've really been like in a really good routine of it. And so I've been very consistent. When I do have lifting days, I'll typically add the walk at the end. And then some days if I don't feel like I want to lift or I just, you know, my body is fatigued, then maybe I'll go on a walk or maybe I won't do anything and it's a rest day. Anyway, clearly I believe that having a mindful morning routine that serves you and makes you feel good is very important and impactful. And I'm so excited that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. With the pressures and stresses of life, sometimes it's very easy to get burnt out and feel drained mentally and emotionally. It's a really tough feeling to go through. I go through many moments of burnout and you never really see it coming. Sometimes you do, other times it kind of just hits you and that's kind of the worst when you have no idea that it's coming. Whenever I feel burnt out, I just feel kind of helpless and it can be really hard to come out of it. Sometimes it lasts a few days, sometimes it lasts way longer. A lot of burnout is associated with work-related things, but that's not the only cause. Any role in life can lead to it, and BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. I would feel such a sense of relief after a therapy appointment, so I will always be an advocate for it, and I think anyone can benefit. If you're not familiar, BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. I have a special little deal for you if you are interested. On My Mind listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com mind. That's betterhelp.com mind. Definitely go check it out. After workout, I will go back, drink some more water, wash my hands, obviously, and then I will shower. Showers are so rejuvenating and refreshing for me. I really try to take a cold shower in the morning and to achieve that because there's no way I'm getting in freezing cold water just like that, no, no, I will start the shower with like kind of warm and then as the shower goes on, I will continuously like turn the temperature down so it gets progressively colder so it's not just like this stark freezing water, I cannot do that. But usually by the end of the shower, the water's pretty cold. But because I did it gradually, my body is like very adjusted to it. And when I take cold showers in the morning, I just feel so refreshed. I feel ready. It's funny because when I used to take warm showers in the morning, even though it felt good, I just felt a little too zen. Like I literally could go back to sleep and 
you know, I got to get stuff done. So the cold showers really do it for me. They really boost my energy. I also like showering with very dim light. I haven't been using the overhead light in the bathroom just because I feel like I get very overstimulated easily sometimes. And I don't have a window in my bathroom, but my bathroom is connected to my bedroom and my bedroom has a window. So I leave the bathroom door open and the light from the windows in my bedroom have a little bit of light into the shower. So I can still see but it's not like this blaring yellow, white, harsh light that kind of like gives me a headache sometimes. So it's a very good vibe in the shower. By this point, if I have all this done, I feel so good. I feel on top of it and I will go to make some breakfast because I'll usually be hungry after a workout. Lately, I've been loving eggs with avocado toast with truff sauce on the eggs oh my god I have had that for so many days in a row and I'm obsessed sometimes if I don't have a ripe avocado I'll just make regular like butter toast and then I'll add some fruit to that and it's a very good and balanced meal we got some fruit for fiber carbs to give me energy and then the eggs give me protein so it's a really solid breakfast that I feel like fuels me for the beginning of my day I definitely routinely like switch out my breakfast because I feel like when I like a breakfast, I will run that shit to the ground until I get so sick of it that I have to switch to something else. I haven't gotten to that point yet. I'm not looking forward to it because eggs and toast, it's a very easy thing to do. I also am not that talented in the kitchen yet. And so it's very doable for me. So I'm not looking forward to getting tired of it. Who knows? Maybe I won't. Maybe I just need to like change it up sometimes with what I add, but I don't like to skip breakfast. I used to do that in high school sometimes and my energy was just horrible. My mood was horrible. I was angry. And so, you know, as much as I hate to admit it, whoever came up with the saying breakfast is the most important meal of the day, they might be right. But everyone's different because some people like are nauseous in the morning, which I am sometimes too. Some people just aren't hungry in the morning. But like I said, listen to your body. You got to do what's right for you. And this is just what's right for me. When the breakfast is done, I'm feeling like an independent woman for, you know, doing all that stuff. I will sometimes either like watch a YouTube video, either watch some Vampire Diaries as I eat something that, you know, is just for me. And there will be times where I get a little too invested in whatever I'm watching and I let the time slip away a little bit. So I definitely need to be a little bit better about that. But hey, there's nothing like sitting in front of a screen while you eat and I know it's not the best for you because then you're not really like mindful of chewing and stuff but this is my honest morning routine and I don't know I can't imagine like eating breakfast especially because I live alone I don't have someone to eat with when Connor's here someone sleeps over like we eat together you know I have someone else's company I'm in someone else's presence so I won't turn something on but because I live alone I usually don't just like sit at the dining table by myself in silence sometimes there'll be like a music or podcast playing instead but No, lately it's been Vampire Diaries and I'm not that mad about it. At this point, this is where I either sink or swim. And sometimes if I get caught on the couch after eating breakfast, I will maybe stay there a little bit too long and then I get stressed because I'm behind on my schedule, whatever. But I really try to clean up once I finish my meal. I don't like to leave things sitting in the sink. I don't like to leave it for the end of the day. I like to do it as I go. And so I will wash all of my dishes, clear all the plates, So it's a very like clean kitchen and that makes me feel very good. One thing about me is I really prioritize a clean space. It definitely frees up space in my mind. It makes me work better. It makes me feel better. And so I really try not to let things sit. So once I clean up, 
I will get ready for the day. I haven't really been getting ready too much, but I really want to just because I notice such a difference when I get ready in my productivity versus when I don't, because when I don't, I just have like a little bit more of a lazy vibe, but that's not going to slide when I have lots of shit to get done. So when I wear something that makes me, you know, feel a little bit more put together, I feel like I get more done. And so I'm really trying to do that a little more often. If I'm just at home that day, I won't put on makeup. But if I go out, sometimes I do. I'm not, I don't know. I haven't been wearing makeup too much lately. I try to keep my getting ready process very simple and short, but I think I could probably put a little bit more effort into it just because there's such a return for me personally, I feel. And by that point, I am ready to start the day wherever, whatever that means. Sometimes it's computer stuff all day. Other times it's getting content. Sometimes it's editing. Sometimes it's calls after calls and meetings. It really just depends. And when I did my morning routine and I'm feeling good, the rest of the day just kind of emulates that same energy but that is a lot of steps obviously and when I'm doing it it doesn't really feel like that just because it's kind of become second nature obviously when you're building routines it's not just going to happen overnight you have to really work on them and make it more of a habit so if you're trying to incorporate more habits more routines into your life it's definitely good to start small and build on them not all of these things need to happen for me in order to have a good day but again this was just my ideal version of the best possible morning routine that I could imagine. So now I'm going to head over to Instagram and I want to see what all of you said about your favorite morning habits, things you like to do in the morning that make you feel good. If you want to participate in the future, again, the podcast Instagram is at my mind pod. Go give it a follow. It's a very fun little time on there. Okay, let's read. Someone said, opening all my windows and listening to all the sounds while I get ready. That is adorable. I love that. I agree. I feel like if you live in a place where there's like morning birds. That's how it used to be at my parents' house. I would like open the windows and the birds were chirping. That is unmatched. So that's such a good tip. I love that one. Drinking a glass of water first thing and then making a plan of what I want to achieve. Yes. Another person said drinking a glass of water first thing and then making a plan of what I want to achieve. I also literally do that exact same thing. It definitely makes a difference. I love that one. Stretch, drink water, skincare, walk outside. Right when I get up, instead of looking at my phone, I'll read a couple of pages of my book. That is the best feeling. I've only done that a few times and it's such a good feeling. I don't know why I don't do that more often. I feel like for me, if I read in the morning, I will stay in bed and I will read more. <laughs> but if you have self-control with reading like a few pages, that is awesome. Make matcha and read a book. That sounds so nice. Just taking it slow and enjoying the moment. Listening to nice music helps. Put on music and dance around whilst getting ready. I love that one. Very good way to romanticize your morning routine. Another person said, <laughs> hit snooze 40 times before actually getting up. Yeah, it does be like that sometimes. I don't blame you. Not every morning, but my cat and I go out on the balcony for five minutes to just enjoy the sun. That is so cute. I'm sure your cat really appreciates that. That's awesome. Feet out the window while reading a book. That sounds so nice. I've never had an open window like that, that like didn't have a screen. <laughs> I love that though. Putting on perfume. It makes me feel so great. I definitely agree with that. There's nothing like finding your signature scent and then in the morning when you're getting ready, like spray it on yourself. It feels very fancy. Having slow mornings and time by myself. I wake up extra early to be alone. I have two roommates. That is an awesome tip. It definitely is hard to have a super curated personal morning routine, I feel like, when you live with other people. So that's definitely, you know, another thing to keep in mind. But that's a good tip. If you're willing to, if you can, waking up a little bit early, earlier than everyone else, and you have those like private moments to yourself. I think that's awesome. 
journal, read, five-minute meditate, get some sun on my face, also ice my face. Love, love that. Lathering myself in lotion, baby. Silky smooth with that beautiful glow. Absolutely, yes. 30 minutes without my phone after I wake up. I agree with that. It makes such a difference. Again, sometimes it's hard. I've seen actually on TikTok, people were, there was this video that like went viral and people were talking about in the comments how going on their phone first thing in the morning actually helps them wake up. So again, you got to do what works for you. But personally, I, I just feel so much better when I don't use my phone. So I love that. Making the perfect latte. There's nothing like that. I agree that literally gets my ass up and out of bed. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm about to make a coffee or a matcha and that'll do it. That will get me up. Someone said going back to bed. And yeah, sometimes you have to do that. There's times when I do that because it's necessary. Gotta listen to your body. Gotta listen to what you need for sure. Put on my That Girl Morning playlist and eat breakfast on the balcony. I love that one. That is such a good way to romanticize your life, which you guys know I love. Sleep another extra five minutes. I do that sometimes too, where I won't get up until my second alarm. I don't know. There's something about waking up to your first one and then giving yourself like an extra seven minutes that feels so good to like give to yourself it's kind of weird because some people are like as soon as my alarm goes off i whip myself out of bed and that works for some people but i don't know there's something kind of nice about like hitting the snooze and being like oh my gosh another extra glorious like five to eight minutes amazing and then you get up telling myself one thing to look forward to in the day that is such a good idea i feel like if you start your day with that then i don't know you'll have like motivation and you'll get excited about it so that's awesome stretch and hydrate Oh yes, there's nothing like a good little morning stretch, whether it's in your bed, whether you're doing like a full yoga flow. I'm more of like a put my arms up and stretch my sides and then like maybe stretch my legs and that's the most I'll do. Take time to breathe deeply. Another really good tip. I feel like if you don't know what the day is going to bring, to kind of center yourself in the morning is so powerful because you have that start and you're kind of grounded from the beginning of the day. Even if you don't know what the day might bring, if it's going to be a stressful day, that's such a good thing to kind of just like take a moment in the morning to gather your thoughts and relieve a little bit of stress. Breathing deeply is very important. Taking the time on my balcony to breathe in some fresh air and to appreciate my life. That is so sweet. I love that. I'm seeing a lot of answers of skincare, splashing cold water on your face, coffee, matcha, journaling. Those are all very common answers. I think that is great. Also seeing a lot of going on morning walks, going on a morning hot girl walk, which you can never go wrong. You are never going to feel bad after a hot girl walk. I will say that. And this is the last one I'm going to read. This one says, going outside for a minute and feeling the sun on my skin. I just love that. I feel like humans are just powered by sunshine and I love sunshine. The feeling of it is so good. I don't know, in a way I feel like it can make you feel recharged, especially in the morning. If you just get like a little bit of morning sun, ugh, your day is going to be good. Thank you for submitting all of your answers. I loved reading them all. I feel like we all kind of have similar vibes with what we like our mornings to look like, which I think is really cool. And that was a morning routine that kind of changed my life. Even though I don't do it super strictly all the way through all the time, I feel like having a routine in general has just made me an overall better person in so many ways. And it's just crazy how something like a routine can do that for you. I would say take a shot every time I said the word routine in this podcast episode, but you would be probably dead on the floor right now. So don't do that. I love routines with a passion. So thanks for letting me talk about this. That was everything on my mind. <gasps> Wait, 
Guys, this is crazy because as you know, I started recording this episode at 444, 444. And just as I was about to press stop on this episode after I said, that was everything on my mind. Guys, I looked at my phone. It was 555. 555. That is crazy. I had to let you know. I am feeling so good now. I'm suddenly like feeling uplifted. I do not think that is a coincidence. Ooh. Okay. Maybe that was a sign that this was a good episode and that things are on a good track. I'm feeling very positive now. Okay. We can cue the soundtrack. That was everything on my mind. <gasps> Wait. Hold up again. Guys, I just did the math. I had to come back and tell you this because it is too important not to tell you. Okay, to make a long story short, obviously I start recording at 444, I end at 555. That means I was recording for one hour and 11 minutes, 111. Okay, now we can we can cue the soundtrack now because I just had to tell you that, that was so cool. Okay, good things are coming, amazing, love you, bye. That was everything on my mind. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.